Hey, come on in, come on in, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Can Party. Let me show you around. This is an entrepreneurship podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, creatives, and those aspiring to be so. The aim is to introduce you to inspiring, like-minded people who are doing what they love every single day and having so much fun in the process. You see, business can and should be fun. I'm your host, Scott Stockdale, and it's my job to tease out their habits, routines, successes, failures, favourite resources, books, etc, etc. All that good stuff. Alrighty, make yourself at home, grab yourself a drink, and let's get this party started. Hey, hey, welcome to episode 87 of Entrepreneurs Can Party. I'm your host, Scott, and happy Boxing Day! Okay, so many of you know that I record these episodes a few weeks in advance, so it's technically not Boxing Day as I record this, but the message still holds. I hope you have had a wonderful Christmas, and I suspect many of you are stretched out on a sofa trying to work off your food coma. So if that is the case, then hopefully this episode will be a little bit of light relief, because the plan for this solo episode is to kind of share some thoughts on 2020, for kind of generally speaking how I think it has gone and no surprises it's been a strange one and then moving into 2021 how can we make 2021 our best year yet and I'll be detailing or giving out my annual blueprint and strategic life plan which I know many of you did actually fill out for this year and of course it's been a little bit difficult to implement our goals but hopefully in 2021 it will be a little bit more forthcoming and a bit more straightforward. So 2020, where to begin? It's been the strangest of years and I'm not going to reflect too much on the negatives because I'm a big believer in whatever you look for, you will find. So if you want to look for the negatives, of course you'll find them. You know, record unemployment levels, the COVID pandemic, uh, climate change, just been an absolute mess in terms of macro things in so many ways. But what we look for, we find. So if we look for the positives, there are actually loads. So I was just listing here on a sheet of paper, for me personally, what has been positive, and then actually thinking a little bit more, not just myself, but people I know, friends, family, colleagues, where they've had positives, and I suspect where many of you listening will have had positives as well. So one of these positives is learning to be more content in your own company. So a girl I spoke to yesterday at work, she said that she is very extroverted, you know, she usually feeds off the energy of other people, but actually during this uh, this last year she's had to learn how to be more content with herself and actually love herself more. So she was telling me about some of the practice she has done, which I thought I'd share with you. Uh, number one, she started to journal more. So in the mornings she uh, she has... I can't remember the name of the journal she told me, but it's like a special type of journal. Essentially, it's like a, a template she follows, sort of listing things she's grateful for and what would make her day amazing and uh, a daily affirmation. So she has done journaling. It's been really useful. And you know how much I love journaling. I preach it all the time. If you haven't seen my previous episode about how to speed journal, I'll link that in the show notes. It's uh, yeah, it's a huge practice and has been really beneficial for me, not just this year, but in, in previous years as well. So that was one of her practices. The other practice is actually doing meditation, which is also something I've practiced and preached many times on this very podcast. So she was telling me that she still really struggles to do it. It's definitely not easy, but she has uh, kind of used a few apps. Um, I think she said she uses Headspace 
or might have been calm actually. She uses one of those apps and that's been really useful. I myself have tried to stay away from the apps because I think in a kind of paradoxical way they can actually be quite conducive to not making you feel relaxed, you know, and they've got constant push notifications and things like that. So I do try and stay away from the main uh, main kind of apps out there in this space. However, there is one I recommend all the time, somewhat counterintuitively, and that is One Giant Mind, which I'll provide a link to in the show notes. Free app has a fantastic course which takes you through transcendental meditation, which is a type of meditation involving a mantra, and it has really done a, a lot for me, not just this year, but in previous years. I think I started practicing uh, towards probably the middle of 2019, so it is uh, it's still an ongoing practice there's certainly days when i do it and my thoughts are all over the place and it's really hard to get to that that state of zen and yeah and then there's other days where actually it feels amazing you know you kind of reach this i was trying to explain it to someone how does it feel when you get to that zen state and the only way i can describe it is if you are dreaming but you are aware that you're dreaming it's just that sort of state very very cool anyway so that's another of her practices and she told me a few others as well including uh, using coloring books to kind of yeah de-stress and actually be more mindful and there was a bunch of other things as well which are kind of slipping from my mind as we speak but certainly those three yeah journaling meditation and other kind of self-care mindfulness practices so learning to be more content with your own company that's a huge win for many people certainly myself and I've always been quite content in my own company anyway so it hasn't been such a big deal for me but certainly if you yourself are typically more extroverted and you enjoy the company of others you kind of feed off that energy then potentially 2020 has helped you be more content in yourself if it hasn't then maybe this is something to work on in 2021. Okay, the second thing I wanted to pick out as being a highlight and a positive from 2020 is actually being able to spend more time with family. So many of us, myself included, had to work from home. I've had to work from home for a significant period of time. And in my own personal life, so I'm now actually living in Manchester away from my, my hometown. So I haven't spent time with my family as much as certainly in the second half of this year. But certainly in the first half of this year, yeah, and even last year, I was living at home and I was very happy and spending a lot of time with my mum and Rich. So certainly a positive for me. Have you also been spending more time with family and how have you found it? Has this been a blessing? Has it been a curse? (laughs) Hopefully not a curse. Hopefully you've really enjoyed it. Because there is a shocking statistic. I can't remember exactly off the top of my mind because I didn't actually research this, but it did just pop into my head right now. And it was a statistic around when you finally leave home, uh, how much of your life will you actually spend with your family? And it was a crazy low percentage. Uh, I want to say it was like around 20% of your time, maybe less than that. So being able to spend more time with family, certainly a win if you enjoy your family. And if you're not particularly close with your family, then maybe you've been able to spend more time with friends sort of you know, going for walks and things like that, which (laughs) is uh, basically all I've been doing to kind of socialise, really. And that's certainly not going to pubs and and restaurants and things. So that's the second positive I wanted to pick out. And then the third and final positive, although there are many, um, but I thought this one was good to pick out as well. And that's actually staying away from social media a little bit more. So 
certainly in the last couple of months I've made a more concerted effort not to scroll and be on social media as much that culminated in a weekend 48 hour weekend retreat home meditation retreat that I did last weekend so at the time of this recording at least and it was really really powerful very felt very relaxed come Monday morning and the retreat essentially just involved me switching off my phone switching off my laptops not being on screens at all period for the whole weekend no tv no netflix none of that and filling my days instead with just meditating in sort of 20 to 30 minute chunks going for long walks having a bath which i haven't done in a very long time i'm more of a shower guy myself and what else did i do reading and uh kind of yeah mindfulness practices around kind of goal setting and things so it was a wonderful wonderful weekend not having to be on screens and yeah, that was certainly a, a positive experience and one which I would encourage many of you to, to do yourself. If you're interested in actually how to do a home meditation retreat and what this might look like, I'll provide a link to the very medium article that I read, which kind of details exactly how you might do it. Sort of the schedule, uh, what practices you can do, what food you might want to consider eating, that sort of thing. So very practical guide. I will provide a link to that in the show notes. So yes, spending more time away from social media, I think for me personally, has been really beneficial. And a few of my friends as well have said that actually they've just not been on Instagram at all, really, sort of uh, in the second half of this year, and not kind of feeding into that comparison that we all find ourselves doing from time to time, you know, comparing our lives against other people. Comparison is the thief of happiness. Someone wise once said, it might have been Gandhi. And uh, I, I believe that. I think it's really true. So trying to yeah stay away from that. And I think that is another positive from many people that I've spoken to at least. Not being on social media as much. Not to say that social media is bad. Uh, I'm actually a big advocate for it. I think you know the ability to connect with anyone in the world is just incredible. And uh, I, th- I find it a fun place to go to kind of share content and consume content. But obviously it's just kind of knowing your limits and trying to not spend too much time on there as many of us do. So those are three positives I've picked out for 2020. Of course, there are many others for me personally, but I wanted to kind of make them more general for you listening and maybe you can relate to those as well. And then the final thing I wanted to share in this final episode for 2020 is access to my annual blueprint and strategic life plan. So many of you will know that I released this at the beginning of this year and it's basically a a copy in many ways from a fantastic podcaster called Alex Chisnell who does a very similar thing and the idea is you have, I believe there's 95 questions on this blueprint which incidentally if you want access to it just send me an email and I'll send that to you for free and it is, yeah, it takes you through these questions Uh, which are very deep, (laughs) very deep questions around how you can make uh, the year better for you. So it kind of begins with reflecting on uh, the past year. So what have been some of your wins, some of the best practices that you've done, some of the books you've read, resources you found useful, things like that. And then it moves into goal setting for, for 2021 in this case. And thinking about, okay, what goals you want to try and accomplish personally, professionally, 
uh, where what might your dream day look like if you were to meet your goals what are some really audacious goals that you want to try and aim for maybe pick out five that sort of thing so it's a really useful exercise I've done it just finished it for this uh, coming year uh, spent a weekend a couple of weeks ago going through it basically gave myself the weekend to to kind of go through these questions and kind of reflect on them and work on them and yeah it's, it's it's a really powerful exercise so i would definitely recommend it so like i say if you want access to the blueprint just ping me an email at scott at entrepreneurscomparty.com and i will happily send that to you because it is yeah a really really useful exercise and i think it can set you up for your best year yet and on that positive note thank you everyone for for listening to the podcast this year it's been a real blessing to kind of bring these these episodes to you and the conversations to you and there's been so many positive comments that I receive in my DMs and, and messages and things so yeah I really appreciate everyone who has listened this year plenty more exciting guests on the way for 2021 which I'm really really excited to bring you and with that being said hope you enjoy your new year be merry celebrate it it's been a tough year for many of us and we deserve this time to to be happy and spend it with the ones we love. So yeah, enjoy your New Year celebrations, and I'll see you in the New Year in 2021 for what will be your best year yet, I know it will, and until next time, I'll speak again very, very soon. Do take care. Hey, hey, so something I'm asked a lot, or I have been asked a lot in recent weeks, is what did you do to rank number 10 in the Apple Podcast charts? And the truth is very long-winded, which is why I've decided to put together a free 7,000 plus words blog post, which breaks down step-by-step exactly what I've done. It gives you download numbers, marketing strategies, technical podcast details, and a ton of useful information. Now you don't need 20 your email to access it or anything like that. I'm basically wanting to share my knowledge so that you can have a greater chance of a successful podcast launch and start your podcasting adventure on the right track. If you'd like to find out more details about this fantastic 7,000 word plus blog post, simply visit scottstockdale.co.uk forward slash rank to check it out. That's scottstockdale.co.uk forward slash rank.